You're listening to the Ontos Podcast, where we explore the nature of stories and the pursuit of being in truth. I'm Mac. And I'm Vod. And our sentience depends on you. Now cue the intro music. talking about going through all the connections that happened in lost metal um spoilers 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 for everything spoilers everything in the cosmere everything ever written and maybe and some things that are not even published uh, yeah brandon heavy-handed on this one um so huge huge heart crossovers that happen here so we're gonna go try to go through like each book and try to figure out everything i think there's only a few that he didn't reference yeah, and if you want to listen to a more of a first impressions, sort of, we kind of got sidetracked on a couple like theory crafting too. If you want to just listen to our initial thoughts after literally minutes after finishing the Lost Metal, then that's going to be the previous episode. So this is part two, uh, talking about connections and greater implications of the Cosmere, and man, are there a lot. Yeah, you go ahead and lead the way on this one because, yeah, you had a you had it finished a little bit before me. I literally finished it minutes before recording and so and i also got the benefit of a fantastic community that's already discussing all the connections so i was able to listen to a lot of a lot of them that i missed yeah and a little bit of a heads up here too normally our stuff we are going through it a second time on the podcast we're going through with notes and such we're not going to have those so trust me we're going to be bound to miss something and if we do please leave comments let us know absolutely so let's uh, let's talk about Elantris because that got we got so many great Elantris stuff. So we have um, a Sion, which we already saw, yep. in, you know, in Stormlight. Uh, we had Kelsius using a Sion. Um, we had uh, a Shy, who we're, we're going to bring up later, um, become or uh, otherwise known as Moonlight, um, becoming an Elantrian. We had the cool soul stamping stuff anyway, too. Oh. Okay, we're going to go. Okay, Elantris slash Emperor's, Emperor's soul. So we have soul stamping uh, and stamping that, you know, made the doors and all of that stuff. We had the door, mm-hmm. um, which it seems like a pretty obvious source of investiture. Um, so purified door. And they're talking about, you know, devotion and dominion being the dead gods that they were pulling the body from. Uh, so that's how they got the the jars of in pure investiture. Um, Shy as Moonlight, I, I thought it was hilarious that she was like, he was like, my name is Moonlight, and, and uh, Marissa was like, that's a weird name. She's like, you would think that since you don't have a moon here. <laughs> I, I thought that was that was pretty funny, um, and uh, I think that those those were like a lot of the. Uh, Elantris and slash cell, you know, those are going to be our cell connections. Connections, yeah. Um, what, what I, uh, one thing I want to bring up that I don't know about was she said to let me know about this elevation and this like coordinates to go to. We got to look at the, the maps that are on the schedule maps. Yeah, I didn't s- think about that to see what location she was going to go to because I'm really curious. Um, I saw some theories about like where it was going to be like in the Northern roughs, but like they didn't seem very obvious. And some people think that maybe there are some things stored there that will help convince her to go back. 
because when she stamped her soul, she lost all of her memories and now she thinks she's just an Elantrian. Um, and I know it's funny that in Elantris, we thought that the Elantrians sounded like they were maybe really stuck up and really snooty, and she was exactly that. So I guess that's a confirmation. I mean, not necessarily, because we know that the soul stamping, the closer to accurate it is, the better it'll hold, but it doesn't necessarily have to be perfect. And so that could just be a stereotype. It could be a stereotype. Or it could be how the new Elantrians are, because, you know, this is taking place... Definitely after Elantris. She mentions the Sheod, so yeah. um, so we, yeah, uh, and actually because we we know, did you catch who Code's names are stupid is? Code names that that's K's right? Yes, yes, that's the the the, the girl, the the Serini's cousin. Yeah, yeah. So so oh. so it is. It has to be after the Sheod. Yeah, and the thing that tipped me off for that is I actually didn't even pick it up initially. It was when she said. I wish my brother was here. He would be able to do the math perfectly. And when I read, I listened to that, I was like, wait, 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 wait. He's talking about, oh. See, and that's something I even missed because I, I, I was, I didn't, I, I was like, I know this is someone. I know this is someone. I can't catch it. And I had to, I had to look it up. So, um, so Kay's, you know, be, being there. So that has to be after pre, you know, post shadowed because it doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense that Kay's would be a ghost blood and also in the Elantra, Elantris. And we just never knew. Well, yeah, she's know. grown up too. So it's obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that was the Elantris, uh, references. Let's talk a little bit before we go on though with the soul stamping stuff, you know, because you just soul stamped to be an Elantrian. You, you can, you, you can do that. Well, I mean, Shia is also really, really, um, really, 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 really gifted as we learn, you know, what she does in Emperor's soul was like insane. So I'm sure with new understanding of how to do things, you know, she likely got even more technology than anyone ever knew. What she drew on the ground, though, right? That was she drew door on the map, right? So so she needed to. So that so this was a big thing we always wondered about. I or at least I always wondered about the door was it was very, very, very dependent on geography. Yeah. And no one I wasn't sure you would be able to use Aeon's outside of cell because it would be connected to elantris but she had to look at the basin and go oh then i clearly need to do this and now i am set into this geography i thought that was so cool that was super awesome it was interesting though that she's like oh i'll use aeon tie um and i i i wonder does aeon tie look different because they have to use the basin instead of elantris as the base i i assume so right Um, and then um, you would think like, well, where did her investiture come from? I guess that's where the concentrated door comes from. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess it was just, oh, I'm using the door and I'll be able to so, do that. I was going to say, so since she wrote herself as an Elantrian and, you know, they constantly pull from the door, is it permanent in such a way that, you know, she can permanently pull from the door or is it once that investiture, that pure investiture runs out, she becomes like a shit, like Shayod, right? Yeah, yeah, like with the Shayod, yeah, yeah. or a Riot, or yeah, yeah, yeah. What, whatever it's called, I can't remember off the top of yeah, my head. Or becomes one of them, you know, mm-hmm. a, a a half done Elantrian essentially, um, and that's probably that makes a lot of sense uh, that if she runs out of the investiture, but it sounds like there was a lot of freaking investiture with that, and just mm-hmm. existing, you would think probably not, unless she's using a whole bunch of Aeons, which. 
I'm sure that'll be an interesting story to follow. Again, a, a, a thread. We, we need a novella of Hunting Down Moonlight, a, 100%. A There's got to be something. But that, that was just like another thread that was just kind of left out there that I'm like, ah, I wish kind of wasn't. But uh, okay, that's cool. Um, so I think that's all the Elantra stuff. I didn't, the only reference to Warbreaker I can recall was them mentioning Nalthus and going, those fools of Nalthus or whatever, you know, talking about, the, you know, when they were traveling through the perpendicularities. So, um, yeah, I think, yeah. I, I think that was that. Um, we get a reference to an unpublished work in Aether's Night or um, when we uh, get the Rosite and everything like that. Um I will say I'm ignorant of Aether's of Night, and so I guess I'll have to look into that. But um, one of the things that uh, kind of comes into that, and also I think of some of the secret projects will actually lead into this, um, we learned that there was something that predated the, sh uh, possibly predated Ad nauseum, definitely predated the Shattering. Uh, which we already have a bunch of things that like, you know, or potential things that predated the shattering. We have Frost, who was a dragon that commun communicates with Hoyd um, in Stormlight. Uh, we have uh, knowing that at least a couple of dragons, you know, predated Stormlight. And one of them is Cultivation, uh, who picked to pick up the shard. Um, we get referenced to um, the show Dell uh as something that predated predated well i want to say predated uh beings that predated the shattering i think that there's not much more as far as like nalthus uh is involved because there is a metric load of things from roshar so i mean just coming as soon as the go we go into the first we got the ghost bloods um which we already got told essentially in rhythm of war that Kelsier was Thidakar, the leader of the Ghostbloods, uh, because we got Hoyd, who's who's dogging him for beating him up, uh, which happened in Secret History. Um, we get mentioned right off the bat that they're talking about um, how Roshar is a place they can't go anymore. And we see this reference to knowing that this happens after Stormlight 5, which is not released yet. And so something happens in Stormlight 5. We see Hoyd uh, multiple times, but we don't get to hear from him or get much other than he exists and has a couple uh, a talk about pickling food and uh, shows up in a, with a, in a boat, you know, basically towards the end of the book. Um, but we don't hear from him very much. And I am going to assume that's probably heavily because um, it we would don't spoil, spoil Storm, Storm I-5. Yeah. Um, but... Holy crap, all the things are happening with Roshar. So let's talk about some things that are implied with Roshar. Uh, where it's implied that uh, there is an exodus from Roshar. As we see, um, Milan uh, is taken on a boat and sees a bunch of people with red hair. And he she has to help them. That has to be whoring eaters. And they have to have come through on cultivation's mm -hmm. um, perpendicularity. It makes perfect sense that they would come that there would be a bunch of, of horn eaters in Shadesmar if there was going to be an exodus from Roshar. Um I have some theories on that later on, but uh then uh we have implied 
possibly and i I, i'm gonna say it's almost all but confirmed but it's very heavily implied that storm uh stormbreakers are on roshar yep yep and so what was that reference you had because you had it you you it it was you 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 know the scene yeah so so the ghost bloods when the when kelsier is offering help to marisi he says like oh we have people in Elendel that we can send to help and she goes send them to help steris because she's supposed to handle the city essentially and these people show up to help her and where they end up helping her is steris wants to sink these massive ships like these cargo ships because she read somewhere that if a tsunami were to happen it would it would you know help lessen how high the waves are going to be and kind of reduce the damage of the impact of the waves and they were like we don't know we can't sink them you know it's gonna take several hours to sink these ships and then the people the ghost blood sent over like is it legal to sink those ships and the governor is like oh yes it's 100 percent legal in fact we'll reimburse them and everything because this is a state of emergency and blah 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 blah. and the minute that happens they they like all nodded like cool and just flew off and it doesn't even talk about how they they dropped coins or whatever you know steris assumed they were coin shots because they could fly and it doesn't say that. It doesn't say they dropped metal or anything. They just flew off. And then on top of that, how the hell are a bunch of coin shots going to sink these ships? And so I really think it's Skybreakers. They asked for the legality of everything. Skybreakers. I said Stormbreakers earlier. <laughs> Stormbreakers. <laughs> we were talking a bunch of Marvel stuff earlier. Uh, but yeah, like I think it's Skybreakers because they asked for the legality. They could fly. And how else are they going to sink these ships? You know, someone with a shard blade could. Or you know, with the uh, with the surge of gravity, uh, yeah. gravitation. Um, so there's got to be some sort of something big happen on Roshar because there there's only two sects of these uh, skybreakers. There's the ones that fell on Nail and the ones that well, and then Zeth who's following Dalinar essentially. So either Nail is dead. Or they also have, you know, aligned themselves with the Ghostbloods, which is already, you know, basically implied that they're already working with the Ghostbloods anyway. Um, and, like, maybe are, have aligned themselves with Kelsier than uh, the way that Zeth um, aligned his way with Dalinar. What other, you know, there, there were at least a couple of other things that came up as far as um, working with uh, Roshar. Um, so... One thing that I wanted to discuss, which again would make sense, was I want to say at some point they were talking about the newspaper, the lady who prints the wild stories and everything, and how she was talking about how she prints stories that, you know, have the possibility of being true, but everyone just lets them go. And I want to say, I can't remember right off the top of my head what it said, but it mentioned like bugmen and things like that and i want to say that there's some race or something from some from somewhere that we know discussed at that point i haven't confirmed it yet oh the iriali the iriali and i know the iriali for sure yeah they get so the iriali get brought up as um possibly being you know up there is the people with the big the bright golden hair um there's some suggestion that possibly the army of golden red um, maybe Iriali, but I don't think so because they had they had, didn't they have guns? They had like rifles, right? But 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 what really throws me off on that is that they were like they were described as statues. They were like golden statues, which actually is 
I thought was more of a Warbreaker reference as a potential like yeah. lifeless. Yeah, that's what I initially um, thought. I was like, no way. Or the awakened statues, you know, the mm-hmm. way that that they do in Warbreaker. Um, okay, actually, here is a Warbreaker reference that I was actually thinking about was we know of, um, you know, giving breaths and becoming a drab, you know, basically that everyone's born with some bit of investiture and they're able to give that investiture away in the form of breaths um, on in war, on Malthus. Yeah. And here in Era 2, we get the spikes that, you know, they're doing the experiments with where they take a small amount of investiture from someone and they're completely alive. And they say, oh, we're taking a part of the soul um, in a uh, like in a similar way that um would be taken in Nalthus. So we're seeing a way that, you know, invested individuals could be pulled up. But what's interesting to me and is that Scadrial, from my understanding, is the only planet known in the Cosmere where everyone was created, the planet itself was created, and everyone was created by ruin and preservation. And it was stated that you know, the Alamancy was supposed to be like preservations, like like essence inside of the people of Scadriel. And that's why they're born with Alamancy. So wouldn't you expect them to give like a lot more investiture? Because like they would be not purely invested, mm. but they are like developed by, you know, invested beings as opposed to like um, on Roshar. We know they came from like a different world, Ashen or something like that. Um, they were fleeing some disaster, which my understanding is like unofficially, it's like a disease, um, a disease that's actually uh, associated with investiture. Um, but, uh, they aren't, they weren't created by, you know, honor and cultivation. Uh, they weren't created at all. Uh, in fact, it's implied that like all the humans are maybe from Yolen. Um, but the Scadrial is unique in that they were created, you know, to look Yolish, but they were created by Ruin and Preservation. Um, but I don't say it's a Warbreaker reference, but it's the first time where we've seen an investiture taken as a piece of someone and taken off from yeah. the, their soul. Um, the other thing I'm just going to hint on, because this is another huge Cosmere implication, was on the Ars Arcanum at the end of the book. We talk about hemolurgy, and they talk specifically about how she, how Chris spoke with Marsh. I, I assume it's Chris. I believe all the R's Arcanum is going to be Chris, um, and how he said that you know he's able to compound everything, just like basically like the Lord Ruler did with ATM. So he's yeah. compounding life. That's how he's staying alive. But he says the souls of the modern era are unable to do that, uh, and they say it's because. Um, essentially that they're not as fractured or broken and it's implied that maybe it's because ruin well, you know was constantly pressuring everyone on scadrial and constantly like straining their souls and it's said that you know as we talk about investiture early you know on all the other spoiler episodes that the scott the uh spirit web has to break for investiture to get in yeah and Ruin basically did that all the time, breaking them. And it's said that, oh, well, these souls aren't strained under Ruin all the time. So they're not, their spirit web doesn't have the cracks for investiture to get in, so they can't handle it. 
And Chris basically says, I'm not sure about that. I don't know. I think it might be more related to the nature of souls themselves. But again, we're talking about the Skadrians, again, are unique. They seem mm-hmm. to be unique in the Cosmere um, because of this. Um, you know, they talk about how Metalborn are special in some ways. You can get Allomancy through them with, if you do these spikes basically through hemolurgy. But non-Metalborn have this too. It just seems bizarre to me. And it makes me wonder what would happen if they use these techniques on a, you know, on a Skybreaker or on a Lightweaver or on someone with a bunch of breaths on on Nalthus. And it, it was stated already early on that hemology was going to probably have the biggest implications in the Cosmere. Um, it's just surprising to me that it's uh, something that's available outside of yeah Scadrial. what other books do you think we, we we've got pulled on so we've got the unpublished stuff with the ethers we've got nalthus we've got the elantrians uh we've got the people from some people actually from elantris themselves um some what it's like you said it mentions that there seems to have at least been a mass exodus from roshar something Oh, uh, there actually, there was a, there was a reference to the original crew, and he and and, and Marsh said oh, there's only three of us left from the original crew. And the funny thing is, is I I I immediately went to Demu, but I forgot that he's not part of the original crew, because um, Demu is in in Stormlight. Uh, it says it right. Right, it says yeah. it. So it's, I, it says it, Kelsier Marsh. Says it, Kelsier Marsh. So. Um, confirmed that no one else in the from the original crew is alive or mm-hmm. around because Kelsier is uh, technically, you know, straddling that. Um, it's also implied that there are no rockets on any rockets or missiles on any other planet because um, who mentions it? His sister. Telson mentions that she can catch catch capture glimpses of something but th- that she still has to put the the pieces together but i think you're right i think based on her interaction when she's talking to wax they haven't they were going to be the first to come up with this technology which is uh, another re- which would play towards you know autonomy fearing them for how quickly they're advancing technologically right well, and they've said that like tech, um, autonomy's shared with them basically everything that they can get, um, and that is, he said she said like the ballistics are wrong and these are this is this is set up and it's that's actually harder to to get together than you know we expected, and it sounds like autonomy, you know, has is a very heavy hand pretty pretty uh, pretty consistently. Although it did seem like she was reluctant, she he. The shard was reluctant to help, you know, with uh, with anyone's plan. Um, they were just kind of kind of see if they succeeded or failed on their own, which sounds like a pretty good thing to do with autonomy. Yeah, but like you said, it's like this weird paradox, right? It's like you're gonna serve me and do what I want, but I'm gonna let you figure out how to do it. Right. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, that's. I guess that's that's a good point. But I guess it's like saying, "Hey, I'm going to make a rocket and also a nuke um, by splitting harm- harmonium." Which, by the way, confirmed harmonium can be split, and yep, you can we, we get that get lorassium and ATM from it. And um, I think that the um, plan or the implication 
that not in the application, the fact that it can be done and that they can get aluminum is going to be super cheap and super easy. Um, mm-hmm. Huge, huge cosmic things with that. I mean, we're talking about, I remember when uh, we, were, we were talking about Stormlight, um, how uh, Hoyd gives them plates of aluminum. And you're, and I was sitting here wondering, how did he get so much aluminum? Because it seems like it's really freaking hard to get a hold of. Um, you know, we get Rockalest on Cell, and they also call it Rockalest on Roshar, uh, slash aluminum on Roshar. Um, and it seems like, oh, this is here, but like it's not everywhere. It's just only in like certain places. Yeah. Well, then they're like, oh, we're going to get so much aluminum, it's going to be cheaper than 10. Um, huge. Uh, you essentially could stop all godhood with that. Aluminum starships. Yeah. Aluminum ships, aluminum vehicles, um, aluminum airships. At, at least aluminum lined. Yeah. Um, the bands of mourning are drained question mark yeah who could have drained the bands of mourning and why because it seems like every you know at least what brandon was hinting and what the characters believed that the malish is that what they're called the malish Malish. yeah like they seem to know that the bands of mourning were going to be drained at least the the main guy who came over did he like played them i mean sarah saying that is basically brandon saying that you know saying oh he seems to be rehearsing this i know how to do this so one one implication um, is that what's her name, the vice governor, um, was a secret leecher, and she leached the powers, and that the mask um, worn by uh, the general dude um, had a bunch of metal integral, a bunch of weird metal stuff on his mask, and that it would have been able to be transferred that way. Um, I don't know if I believe that. Uh, it seems like he was going to walk away with the bands of mourning anyway. So you, yeah, maybe why did you need to do that? Another thing too is, isn't this whole big thing that the Maoish do not have metalborn? No, they do. Uh, they do. They're really rare. Uh, cause what they do, that's how they make their, um, their, uh, whatchamacallit. That's how they make a lot of their technology. Um, is because you have to be able to transfer your allomancy into those cubes. Yeah. And so they have that, uh, like they you do steel pushing, for example, but they're like super rare. They're like, I guess, like on the level of Mistborn for them. Um, that's why they know about Metalborn and they worship them. And they're like, oh my gosh, you know, you're so awesome because you're Metalborn. I always just thought that was a side effect of Kelsier saving them. Yeah, maybe. But it's also what's funny is, or not funny, but strange is that loop never got closed. Uh, we never got confirmed that that's Kelsier. Uh, and don't that's you think? Dumb. Yes, it is. Don't you? But don't. But also, how would Kelsier have made the bands of mourning if he doesn't have Alamancy or Farrakami? And it sounds like he doesn't. Well, he d- he didn't make them. Those were actually the Lord Ruler's bands. It's just they got charged up again. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. It's just they they the Sovereign had them, which was Kelsier. And it would make sense that he had the bands of mourning, which were just the Lord Ruler's bands, because since, you know, Kelsier was talking about it, he can't use his allomantic abilities because he's just a shadow. And why would he give them up? See, that's the thing that's different. Why would he give them up? Because it makes sense that they met Kelsier and they revered Metalborn. He was probably using the bands to make up for the fact that he didn't have any power. Why did he give him up? Maybe, you know, like you said, it's the whole ideal with Kelsier. You know, when he's talking to Sazed, 
you know, we, we believe what Kelsier says out loud most of the times because he doesn't really lie that often. Or at least we had him as a point of view character. He says his whole thing with Sazed that's really annoying the heck out of him right now is that Sazed refuses to give up the means to make him complete again and to so he can give all those to everyone else because it's all about taking from the few and giving it to the many. Right. And, and so he would give up the bands of mourning to save these people. Why? He's giving that ability. He's giving them their chance to survive and everything. He's giving up the power from one to many. Well, let's be let's let's be understanding. The big Cosmere implication here is that Lerasium almost certainly will become mass produced. Yeah, at, in the future. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because that's the thing. Says it right. Says it mentions. Would I have I ever lied to you? Well, you just did. Because he's keeping for whatever reason. He's making sure Kelsier does not understand. That you can make Lorazium. He he admitted that ATM was made, and he saved and Sazed saved March with it. The other thing is is that um, Sazed is saying that uh, he's acting very uncharacteristic, and he's got the shadow, and he lies to Kelsier, and then a sentence and a half later says, "Have I ever lied to you?" Yep, that's very unsazed like, very unharmony like actually um, up until now. Uh, he's acting different. Um, and uh, what would happen if Sazed became Discord, which again, I called in our episode on the epigraphs. Um, it, what would that mean as far as like the Cosmere itself? I kind of have a really nerve wracking feeling here that Sazed is going to go down the Discord route. I hope Brandon gives him the ability to bow out. I wonder you know, I wonder, is Sazed going to completely fall and regain ability to control it? Or is Sazed going to maybe give up the powers in some sort of way or sacrifice himself some, some sort of way before he completely becomes Discord and that opens up Scadrial to some sort of assault? I don't I don't think I've ever heard of or I don't know if it's even uh, even possible for a shard to give up its you can shardhood. Give up, you can give up Dawn shard. Yes, because Hoyd was a oh, Dawn Shard. God, do they have? Are they going to use resin to split harmony? Oh! Um, <laughs> they. I mean, but here's the thing: is oh, yeah, maybe they use that to separate a vessel from its shardhood. Um, it doesn't have to kill him. What if they separated him and they separated preservation and ruin and Sazed maintained? I gotta say, it would be pretty, pretty cool to have Sazed the Ferrochemist back in as a character. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, I just, I, it doesn't feel right. I mean, it would make sense, but it just doesn't feel right to me personally that, you know, you'd give Sazed the arc he went through, show he's still having trouble, and not give him just a good send-off in the end. Because Brandon Sanderson is very much like, you go through the bad, but you normally always get a happy ending with his characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and again, I we speculated that maybe Dragonsteel will show us the heartbreaking fall of all the vessels, how they were mm -hmm. all good people, they were all well-meaning, they were all this, that, and the other. And then, I mean, look at Teravangian. I mean, Teravangian, you know, wanted to save his people, just wanted to take care of things. And did some bad things to do it. I mean, admittedly, killing a bunch of innocent people by draining their blood was pretty horrific. But, like, you know, he's trying... You could see, like, he's got compassion, and then he takes on Odium. Um, and now you're like, compassion becomes other bad things, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And the implication being, like, power you know, corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. 
but at the same time, you know, the notion on power, which I will talk about on philosophy of Brandon, um, power sometimes is also you always see what the person was always going to become once they become once they get power um so um huge things as far as as far as that goes um more roshar stuff uh we got uh the food chata chata and that implies that either scadrians went to roshar and gave them the food or Hardazian came over to Scadriel and gave them the food. Well, it's, it's not implied. Roshar went to Scadriel, right? Because, again, these books take place between 5 and 6 of Stormlight, and that Chowder was in there. So, like, But you don't know that, that someone didn't go to Scadriel earlier, or from Scadriel earlier, and, and moved that food over. But you, nah. you, Okay, okay. But we have a lot of Rosharans that are hanging out on Scadriel now, yeah. so, you know, probably that. Um, so, uh, we, it, I have some people that say their, their head canon is that it was Lopin who sold Wayne the food, uh, as the street vendor, just because everyone wanted Lopin and, and, and Wayne to have a, a moment yeah, or a, at least some time. Yeah. Well, unless you can think of anything else, I think we've pretty much pointed out the connections, at least that we understand uh, with our quick turnaround of having just finished the book. And I'm sure we missed something, and I'm sure we're going to look at it, and you'll send me a message later talking about how, oh my gosh, we didn't see this, you know. Well, and we're obviously going to be doing a, a, a bigger deep dive into The Lost Metal whenever we go through our reading list. And I think we'll be able, we'll talk about like where this all fits in the reading list on, on a future episode. But I mean, those are where our fast connections that we talked about, big Cosmere implications that come in, come in with The Lost Metal. We'll debate further what, it, what we think is going to happen in the next books that are going to not be yet to be released. I think that Next books are probably that are going to come out are going to be um, the secret projects, which there are some fun little little Cosmere books on a, on a couple of those, and then uh, Stormlight Five. Hey guys, Vod here. Thanks for listening to the Antos podcast. You'll start to see regularly scheduled episodes starting November fourteenth, twenty twenty two. And if you'd really like to follow us, please consider subscribing. We're a very small project, so please support us with likes and comments because that's what the algorithm craves. If you're listening on the YouTube channel, please hit the notification bell. And if you want to really give us a boost, consider supporting us on Patreon, because I really need to better my account.